Hello, 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 hello. What's up, y'all? It is the long-awaited first episode of my very first, probably my only podcast. Girl, be for real. If you know me, if you love me, you have heard me say this time and time again. And I feel like it's time to get it out to the world. It's time to be for real. Because, you know, we could lie to other people. We could lie to ourselves. But at the end of the day, somebody got to be for real. If, if Look, if everybody else in the world going to lie to you, let me be that one that will not, okay? I want this to be a space that's very open, very loving, uh, very truthful in a way that not a lot of spaces are able to be. I find that one of the main things that I've wanted to foster this year as a black woman is community and the the knowing that I belong to a community and I belong to something that is bigger than myself. There are so many times that I find myself speaking with uh, friends, whether it be male, female, non-binary, young, old, anything within that breadth of humanity. And I find myself being like, damn, I should have recorded this. Like, this would have been a fire intro for my mixtape or something. <laughs> like, you know how Drake always got his grandma or somebody, you know, SZA got people in there talking. You know, sometimes people drop those gems. And I really wanted to have a space where I could get those things out. I could take note. I could have it all compiled in a place where you could come and listen and feel like you're walking away with something every episode you know walking away with whether it's a, a photo caption or something you can meditate on something you can pray about all of those things are just beautiful to me and I I love words I love speaking I, all I do is yep really so I wanted this to be for a long time and now that it is here I could not be more excited for you to be here with me now, the way this is going to work, sometimes we're going to have topics, sometimes we're going to have Q&A, sometimes we're going to have guests. Every time, we're going to have foolishness. So, episode one, a little bit about myself. If you do not know me, I am from a super, 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 super small town called Gray, Louisiana, G-R-A-Y, like the color. I am currently living in Brooklyn, New York. I am a singer, I'm an actor, I'm a dancer, I'm a mover, I braid hair, I be in the gym, I be cooking, I be, you know, I'm a multi-hyphenate. And I am in a period right now of pivoting, not necessarily from one thing to another, but pivoting inward. So I have completed 75 hard before. I did it uh, almost a year ago now, or maybe two years ago now. And I am moving on to phase one, which is only 30 days, but if you look up what 75 hard is, it is a myriad of tasks that to the untrained eye, it may just look like a, a fitness, you know, or a weight loss challenge, but it, it's marketed as being a challenge in which you can win the war against your mind, which sounds like a mic drop in itself, but it, it, it truly is. And I, I made sure that I tailored it when I completed it to be something that was me against me, very much winning the war against my mind. As a woman, as a black woman, also as a, a woman in the performance industry from the South who is thick, you know, I've dealt with weight loss and food trauma and eating disorders and things my whole life. So I never wanted this to be something that put me back in that space. So 
uh, I can do another episode another day about 75 Hard and all that it did for me personally, but I highly do recommend it if you ever want to contact me and talk about it. I love talking about it just because, once again, the way I tailored it for myself, it was extremely beneficial for me. It really kicked things into high gear for me mentally. And I'm also very checklist motivated. So having that little checklist <laughs> really did it for me. Uh, but right now I'm in a season of doing phase one, which is the second part of 75 Hard. It is 30 days. It's the same myriad of tasks as 75 Hard, except there are some extra little things in there. There's three extra tasks. And one of the tasks is actually eight tasks that you set for yourself they're called critical power tasks and they're just eight tasks that you are not already presently doing in your day-to-day that in some shape or form will push you closer to the person you are trying to be or the life that you are trying to live so it's it's really just self uh, betterment I don't know if that's a word but I had to think of eight tasks to add to the long list of stuff I'm already doing that will make me more of, you know, that higher self, that woman I want to be. So ain't nobody asked, but I'm going to tell you anyway, my eight critical power tasks that I have been doing and will be doing for the next 30 days is I complete a chapter of an audio book. I do full body stretch and mobility 45 minutes dedicated study. I am working on a uh, nutrition coach certification, so I work on that. Journal for 10 minutes. FaceTime my mama. Don't forget to call your mama, y'all. 45 minutes of silence. And I mean silence. I'm not speaking. I'm not humming. I'm not playing no music. No noise cultivated by myself. 45 minutes dedicated to creation, which is what I'm doing right now, talking to y'all. And then I make sure that I clean my room and my kitchen before bed. Now, those eight tasks every single day, in addition to the lengthy list of 75 hard. It is not easy by any means. It takes a ton of discipline. It takes a ton of planning. It takes a ton of time management. But the things that I just listed off, none of them are impossible. None of them are things that I have to do, but also none of them are things that would hold me back from living a better life. Um, me choosing not to call my mom, me choosing not to journal, me choosing not to study, not to stretch and move my body, not to listen to a self-help audiobook, choosing not to be silent, choosing not to clean up behind myself, choosing not to be creative. All Me choosing not to do any of these things is so much more detrimental to the person I want to be than biting the bullet and knowing that it's bigger than me and just doing them. Looking out for my childhood self and knowing that in order to be the person that they dream of, I gotta do the work. It's not gonna be easy. It may not even be worth it if we gonna keep it a buck, <laughs> but I have to do it. I have to do the work. I gotta see, I, you know? I don't know if y'all saw the video of the little boy with the little girl, she goes, just say no, just say no. He said, no, I gotta see, I gotta see, I gotta see. So. That's a little bit about my mindset and my current motivation. I've never been a new year, new me type of person. Um, but something about 2024 has me feeling this way. Um, I feel like there is a lot about our lives that 
is beyond our control. Um, the current state of the world right now, free Palestine, you know, from the river to the sea. The current state of what's going on and, you know, people are losing their jobs, people are losing their homes, people are losing their lives, people are losing their families. There is so much that is out of our control. It's very easy to feel like there is nothing you can do for yourself. But for you to really sit with that, you have to understand there is so much still within your control from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, the words that you feed yourself the foods that you feed yourself, the thoughts that you feed yourself, these are all within your control. What you choose to do with your body, with your mind, with your words are all within your control. And you can choose to ask yourself, is this a life that I want to live for the next five years, 10 years? Most people are going to say no, but most people assume that what they're doing right now is okay, it's acceptable, it's comfortable, because they assume that life will change on its own. But that's not how things work. You have to be willing to put forth the work to bet on yourself and to truly believe that the life that you want to live wants you in it just as bad as you want it. You have to understand that the things that you want, want you fervently, fiercely, and with a passion that you can't even understand. You know, when people talk about, you know, God filling your cup and overflowing and having blessings for you that you can't even contain, that you can't even think of with your little peanut brain. A lot of people, you know, whether you struggle with faith or whether you struggle with religion, to, to not have that something, that gusto within you that causes you to believe in yourself, it's, it can make the world an extremely dark place, extremely desolate, and I will say extremely comfortable. Comfort is not anything that I've ever strived for. I believe that when people are comfortable, it's because they're afraid. And whether you're in a comfortable relationship, a comfortable job, a comfortable ebb and flow. I don't mean comfortable as in healthy. I mean comfortable as in complacent. And a lot of people feel like just because things are not overtly chaotic or overtly bad, that they should stay where they are. But if there is ever, and I mean ever, if there's ever anything tugging at you that is telling you that you are destined for more, why would you ever question that? If there is something within you that says, boy, I wonder, I wonder what it would be like if I could do this, or I wonder what it would be like if I did this, why would you ever question that and, or brush yourself off? When you think about your inner child who may or may not have been told that they could be whatever they want to be, just because something is not real to somebody else does not mean it's not real. And the things that you believe for yourself and about yourself have the power to change the world. So don't be afraid to pivot. Hell, if you pivoting from eating oatmeal every day to, look, you know what, I'm going, I'm going to eat some cereal. I need some crunch in my life. Those things matter. The little choices that you choose every day for yourself, betterment for yourself, joy, those things matter. And the little changes that you make today accumulate in ways that you will never even understand until you look back 10 years later, 20 years later. You have so much more control in this life than we are taught to believe. I feel like it's very easy to bring up a child in the school system, in the workforce, um, to assimilate and to keep your head down and to stay and, you know, be in this little box. But we were never meant to be in boxes. I feel like as 
performers especially, we are taught to be very flexible, very agreeable, and very humble, which sometimes those three put together can be detrimental to your character because a lot of us are not meant to be all three of those. Within reason, maybe, but it has taught us to be self-deprecating and it has taught us to dim our light and it has taught us to play small, but this is not the year to play small. <laughs> it's not the year to play small. And I recognize the luxury that I have in this moment to take a month, to take 30 days, to pivot my life and live what I call a millionaire lifestyle. Because if you think about it, it's a luxury to be able to not quote unquote work for a month and solely focus 30 days of my life purely on me, purely on me, no excuses, no plan B's, purely focused on myself. So many tasks in one day, but they are all for me. The only people that truly get this opportunity to make their lives a full-time job are millionaires. So in this moment, if you see me walking down the street, pumping with some sunglasses on, acting like I'm better, it's because I am. For now. Hey, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to claim it until it is so because I recognize the luxury of choice that I have right now. I may not have this forever, but for these 30 days in my life, I'm taking control. You can too, whether it's a day, whether it's a week, you have to take control. When I say, girl, be for real, we're going to talk about the funny things. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to talk about the foolishness. Know that. But when I say be for real, it, it gets down to that root of choice. Because when people playing with you and you're allowing them, and you trying to vent to people, and the only things that your people could tell you is, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Girl, be for real. You got to be for real and boss up and know who you are. You are called. You are chosen. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about faith in you. Before you can have faith in anything else, you have to have faith in you, your divine creation, your divine calling, your gifts, your talents, all of your little nitpicky intricacies, those are yours. There is no other soul on this planet, in this universe, in any of this that has every single thing that you possess. And it is completely within your power to control it, to hone it, to harness it, to polish it, to, you know, squeeze all of that that is within you out of you so that the world gets a taste of exactly who you are because we only get one life. And I know this may sound very hippy-dippy and, you know, it's the new year, ha, <laughs> but sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need that. And I urge you to come back to this whenever you need it. There is so much about life that seems impossible, but there is so much more about life that is possible, that's probable. That's logical. And if you want to take it down to logics, hey, I'm a Virgo. I'll be up right there with you. There is so much about life that logically is within your control. And that's hard to hear. It's, it's very hard to hear when your only description of yourself and your life 
is your trauma and what you've been through and what you attach your pain to. But when you look at the things that right now, regardless of what's happened in the past, right now, today, what you currently have control over, if you make a list, if you will make a list of all the things you have control over, I guarantee the things that you would write down are probably only one-fourth of everything you can control. That's wild. It's wild. But I believe in the power of self that much. I was blessed to have a mom that growing up told me I could be and do whatever I wanted. And she believed it. And I believed it. A lot of people ask how I have the bravery and the personality to, you know, uh, go after my dreams and be brave. But it's I've always had it. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I never know how it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. Not on its own. It's going to take work. It's going to take talent. It's going to take divine timing. It's going to take work ethic. But it's going to come to pass. It may not be in the way that you're thinking. It may be beyond your wildest dream. But you have to have the faith in self. And the faith in the fact that what you have that's once in a lifetime, baby. You have to know that. And if you don't, we're going to work on it. But you can't keep letting people play with you. Starting with yourself. I might have a whole episode about self-talk, negative self-talk. If you know me, you know that I say all the time, be nice to my friend. And that is, being nice to my friend, I feel like I've said it to so many people, and I have spread what it means to so many people that, I'm, you know what? I might get that on some merch. That might be my merch for Girl Be For Real is be nice to my friend. I'm going to put it on some hoodies or something. Because don't let people play with you. That starts with self. That starts with you. How you speak about yourself, how you think about yourself, the words that don't even come out of your mouth, how you think about yourself is so important. It is so important. It is so important. It'll break you down before the world even gets a chance to. I always tell my best friend, man, we not telling ourselves, no, we're going to let the world do that. You don't down yourself. You let the world do that. If anybody's going to love on you and support you and big you up, it better be you. Because if you count on the world, <laughs> whoo, say it with me, girl, be for real. <laughs> you got to start with self, baby. You got to start with self. And if you need help, I got you. That's what this is. That's what this podcast is here for. We're going to come together. We're going to build. We're going to laugh. We're going to clown. But we're going to be for real. Take a shot every time I say be for real and send somebody else the hospital bill because it, it ain't looking good for me. I am so, so, so thankful that you chose to spend your time with me as y'all hear me yap for my first episode and my first installment of this podcast. Please send it to anybody who needs a little pick-me-up. Send it to anybody who is looking for a new podcast. Um, yeah, I needed this first episode to be solid. I needed it to solidify where I am right now. And I'm going to have more time to clown. I'm going to have more time to get into these topics. But we got to start off with a good foundation, baby. And if we can't love on each other and love ourselves, and most importantly, be real with ourselves, I don't want to clown with you. No, 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 because when somebody don't love themselves and when somebody don't love others, the clown may be having a little bite to it. 
And I don't like that. Cause we 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 about love over here. We gonna clown, but we gonna love you in the same sentence. But that's all, y'all. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. And I'm gonna catch y'all on the next one. Bye.